I just wanted to throw in here too a quick thank you to Audio Jungle and Invado Market, sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, for allowing me to buy the rights to my music for the intro and outro to my podcast episodes. Hello friends and welcome to my podcast called Busy Buddy. My name is Taylor O'Very and I am currently a student at Shepherd University and this is a podcast I created for my senior capstone where each episode I will go over different conspiracy theories that are out there. Some theories can be fascinating, some are ridiculous at times, but I personally feel that they're all interesting to think about. If you're busy and you need a buddy to tell you a story, then you have come to the right place. A healthy reminder, though, these are conspiracy theories and are completely speculation. I'm not saying any of these are true or accusing anyone of anything. It is complete speculation. I'm going to insert a trigger warning right here. Serious topics such as death, addiction, and suicide are all discussed in this podcast. Please do not continue to listen to this episode if these topics trigger you. Alrighty, so let's get into today's topic, which will be a part of my celebrity death series. It's Marilyn Monroe's story. I'm going to start off with the facts in this case as usual. So Marilyn's background is a little bit more important, and I will be going a little bit more in depth about her life story than the celebrities I've covered previously. Her birth name is actually Norma Jean Mortensen. Her mother was said to be abusive, and I don't think her father was very present most of her life growing up, but she did not have a huge support system growing up. In 1942, she did marry her first husband named Jim Daughtry, or Daughterly? Sorry for any mispronunciations. He served in World War II. This was when she went to work in a factory. While working in a factory, there was a photographer walking around, and he ended up snapping a photo of her, and this is how Marilyn Monroe was first discovered. If you Google Marilyn Monroe's first photo ever, it should most likely pop up. She's actually a brunette in the photo. Once she was discovered, though, she did leave her husband, move to L.A., and change her name to Marilyn Monroe. She was pressured into surgeries, and she did get a few. But she was a natural beauty, and she was a little bit bigger than the celebrity woman from those days, but that's why people immediately adorned her, because she was a lot more relatable, size-wise. She did struggle, unfortunately, with mental issues because of the stress and popularity. She had many affairs and officially divorced from her first husband. She allegedly had affairs with both JFK and his brother Robert Kennedy, which, if you tuned into that episode about JFK, there is a connection between the theories surrounding both of their deaths, which I will get into whenever we get there. So, 1954, Marilyn remarried to Joe DiMaggio, and they also later divorced, but they continued to hook up allegedly. So, fast-forwarding, on the night of August 4th, 1962, at 7 p.m., Joe supposedly called Marilyn and completely broke things off with her. He says she sounded fine after this conversation. Between 7.30 p.m. and 7.45 p.m., Peter Lawford, who was a friend to Maryland and the Kennedys, he called her inviting her out to a party that night, but she didn't want to go, and he claims that she had slurred speech and she sounded a little off. Peter, this friend, was concerned about her and contacted her housekeeper to check on her. Around 10 p.m., the housekeeper went to her room and saw her door was shut and that the light was on, but didn't hear anything, so she thought it was best not to disturb her. Later that night, around midnight, the housekeeper went by her room again and saw that the light was still on, so she knocked on the door a couple of times and noticed that the door was actually locked. Since she was getting no response, she called Marilyn's doctor, Dr. Greenson. He was a psychiatrist, actually, and he had prescribed Marilyn a lot of different medicines over the course of seeing her. 
He had prescribed her a lot of different medicines in the past, and people were critical over what he had prescribed her and the amount that he would let her take at once. Her doctor then came over, and he couldn't get into the room either. So he went outside and looked through the window into her room. He saw Marilyn lying face down, and he immediately thought that she looked dead. He did break the window to get into her room. This is where the timeline really starts to get tricky. So Peter Lawford, who was the friend that invited her to the party, supposedly called once again around 1am to check in with Marilyn since he was concerned, and he was told that Marilyn had died. But police actually were not able to arrive to the scene of her house until 4.30am. It is said that the ambulances were turned away in the hours leading up to the police getting to the scene, and that is why they took so long. Now, a side note about Peter Lawford being told that she died hours prior to officials getting there. Marilyn's doctor was there, so maybe he was able to examine her to confirm that she was dead. I'm thinking this is how Peter Lawford was informed so soon, but I would think that they would still want to call 911 immediately and want multiple people's opinions and multiple people to confirm that she's dead before informing any of her friends. Anyways, The first police officer on the scene admitted that the way the room and Marilyn looked, it looked staged. The two men who brought Marilyn to the morgue supposedly also said that the whole scene was sketchy and that the body honestly looked fake to them. Allegedly, a couple of her prescribed medications were sitting neatly on her nightstand, and a huge detail multiple people noted is that there was no glass of water in the room or around anywhere. This just means that at first glance, one may assume she may have overdosed on her medication in a suicide attempt, but when looking at the details, it looks like the medication was staged, and why would she attempt to swallow a large amount of medication without a drink? The autopsy of her body even revealed that there is no trace of pills in her system, especially none in her stomach, except there were some traces in her liver. Some argue that the medicine killed her so quickly that they did not have a chance to get into her system. The official report for Marilyn, though, was suicide, and her death date was marked as on August 5th. This is notable because most reports say that she probably died around 9 p.m. on August 4th, but the main reports say it's closer to midnight that night. She did supposedly attempt suicide at least four other times before this and was hospitalized for depression in her past. This adds to why they were so quick to assume that it was a suicide attempt. Now getting into the theories. People say that in pictures, the way that the broken window looked, it looks like it was broken from the inside, meaning that it was staged to look like the doctor broke in. So the first theory is that, of course, maybe the government could be responsible. Being so close with the Kennedys, maybe she knew too much or something she wasn't supposed to know. Maybe the existence of aliens. Or maybe she would somehow ruin JFK's reputation in politics as the president since he was seen as such a family man and rumors of their affair began to swirl. Maybe the housekeeper and the doctor executed her death for the government since there was so much time between the discovery of her body and the emergency personnel arriving to the scene. This can also assume maybe JFK's death is in relation to Marilyn's due to their relationship and their deaths were only a little over a year apart. 
Theory number two is that the CIA or FBI are responsible because they were mad at the Kennedy brothers for the Bay of Pigs incident. You can look into that a little bit more on your own if you would like to know more, but either way, it could have just been an attack on JFK and Robert Kennedy due to the rumors of their affairs with Marilyn, and it could also tie into the conspiracy that the CIA could be responsible for JFK's death as well. Theory number three is that the mafia is responsible because apparently after Marilyn's death, later when the owners eventually remodeled the home, they found that she was wiretapped and every conversation was probably being listened to. Robert Kennedy was very public about being against the mafia, so maybe they went after Marilyn because she had this connection to him. Marilyn's stylist actually came out and said that she spoke with Marilyn the night before she died and said Marilyn was hanging out with a mobster. So of course that theory is a little bit reaching, trying to connect multiple different dots, but it is just a theory. The final theory is that Marilyn did this as a fake suicide attempt, to either become more famous from her death, or to escape the fame. Maybe JFK wanted to actually be with her, and both of their deaths are faked so that they could be together. Or maybe she was helped by the government to be put into witness protection program because she knew too much information from being so close with JFK. Again, the people who handled her body did say it looked fake. Those are all of the theories, and the last thing to note about this case is on June 28, 2009, 26 people on the same beach in Hawaii reported that they supposedly saw Marilyn Monroe. One woman in particular went running up to her screaming her name, and this woman said that she was whisked away by a man in a coat and just disappeared. That can of course lead into the theory of maybe she faked her own death. I always give my own personal thoughts and opinions on the theories that I go over, and my closing opinion is that I definitely do not think that this was a suicide, and I'm not the only one since multiple officials that were at the scene thought the same. And I think whoever is responsible is the same group that is responsible for JFK's death as well, unfortunately, because they both died only a little more than a year apart. I think that her life is very sad, but the autopsy shown there were no pills in her system at all. And I would think that they would have checked on her entire system even before they were digested. I don't know much about the digestive system, but maybe there were small traces in her liver from her taking her normal amount that previous day. I would like to think that she faked her death, especially since some noted that her body looked fake, but I think that in the 60s, there's no way they had a fake dummy body so realistic to the point where people thought it was real, but then there's these two guys who think it did look fake. I don't know, that just sounds like they wanted to be a part of the skeptical rumors surrounding her death. And congratulations guys, you made it. You made people think that it's possible for her to fake her own death. But these are conspiracy theories and are completely speculation. I'm not saying any of these are true or accusing anyone of anything. It is complete speculation. I also include at the end of my episodes a famous true crime case of the week suggestion for listeners to look into on their own time. And I'm giving famous serial killer cases. This week, it is Charles Manson. While today we questioned who was responsible for the celebrity Marilyn Monroe's death, there is no doubt that Manson is responsible for other celebrities' deaths. But you will have to look into that on your own time for yourself to find out more details. Once again, my name is Taylor Avery, and thank you for listening to Busy Buddy.